You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Rhett Bollinger. We're going to talk over-unders here for the Twins' 2016 season, which is now underway. First, Rhett, let's break down opening day. A uh, fun day at Camden Yards with the, the rain delay that wasn't, and then the rain comes after the game starts. That's, that's always a fun adventure, right? Yeah, pretty much. It started, yeah. It started raining after uh, they decided to play. They like, waited for about an hour and a half to play the game. It never really rained at all. And sure enough, they play, and they get two innings in. Irvin Santana uh, only goes two innings from the opening day start, first one of his career. Uh, but the bullpen pitched pretty well. The only guy who really struggled with was Casey Feen. Otherwise, Ryan Presley looked good. Uh, Trevor May looked really good. Uh, Kevin Jepsen kind of blew it there at the end. The two-out walk to kind of end up haunting him there at the end. But otherwise, the bullpen was pretty good. The offense didn't do much outside of one inning. Uh, but obviously, it's just the first game of the year. Yep, just one of 162. Of course, uh, bullpen will be a talking point all year. We'll see how that develops. But uh, for now, we're going to look at some other talking points. We're going to throw out some numbers at Rhett and see what he thinks. So, first of all, I'm going to start with Joe Maurer, Rhett. Uh, uh, he had a 277 batting average in 2014, 265 last year. This is a guy you obviously used to pencil in for, for something over 300. Uh, those days are gone, but... Uh, I'm going to throw out 275, which would be just below uh, that 2014 mark. Do you think he can get over 275 batting average this season? I think he can. I think that it's more likely maybe in the 280s. I think at this point, uh, any kind of hopes of him hitting in the 300s probably aren't going to happen at this point after the last two seasons. Um, but I think he's still good enough to hit 280. Kind of curious to see how this all goes with the sunglasses during day games and kind of yeah. the issues that he had with his vision the last few years after the concussion. Um, if that really is going to make a difference. I'm um, hard-pressed to believe it's going to make a huge difference, you know, but at the same time, I do think uh, there's more in the tank there. I do think he's better than what he's shown. Um, but, yeah, I think something maybe 285 is kind of safe. I mean, anything above that at this point probably surprised me. All right. Uh, sticking with batting average, which I know is not the most popular stat in the world anymore, but who cares? We're going to have fun with it. Uh, Byron Buxton <laughs> is obviously a person of interest going into 2016 uh, for the baseball world at large. A lot of people touting him as a Rookie of the Year candidate. Uh, we talked about before, he's eligible for the rookie year, but barely uh, after last season. And in his minor league career, Rhett, he hit 300 on the nose. Uh, of course, hit 209 last year in a small sample in Minnesota. What do you think? 300 batting average. Can he do it in uh, what is technically his rookie season? Uh, I don't see it at this point. Right now, uh, offensively, he's still kind of searching for things. Uh, yesterday, struck out three times on opening day. Um, I think that there's certainly a lot of potential there offensively. I just don't think it's going to happen in the first year. I think he'd even hit 250 to 270 in that range. The Twins would be happy with the way he can be um, defensively. Um, even in the first game of the year, he made a couple incredible catches in the outfield. Uh, he's a great base runner. Um, so I think if he can hit, you know, in the 260 range, even with an okay on base percentage, if he can kind of figure out the strike zone a little better. I do think for his career, he certainly can be a guy who can be a 300 hitter with a high on base percentage and a lot of, you know, doubles and he has surprising power. I think he's going to be an elite offensive player. I just don't know that he's quite ready yet. Um, you know, obviously just, just one game yesterday, the small sample size of three strikeouts, but even watching him in spring, I think there's a chance he have a breakout year, but I think it's going to be probably more likely next year than this year. All right. Well, one guy who's uh, broken out from a power perspective the last couple of years is Brian Dozier. Uh, hit 28 home runs last year after 23 in 2014. He had 18 in 2013. I'm going to set it at 25. Can he top 25 home runs again? He can top 25 home runs. That kind of power he has, 
But I guess it's going to be up to the pitcher's kind of facing. He's a guy that really definitely uh, loves fastballs up in the zone. Um, so if pitcher's challenging, he's going to hit a home run. You know, but if the pitcher's kind of can kind of stay away from that and, and stay away from the inside fastball or the you know fastball up in the zone, uh, you know, Dozier, the guy whose batting average has gone down a little bit. But I do think the big thing he's been working on this spring and in general is to kind of use more of the whole field, get that batting average up, uh, especially right now because he's a you know leadoff hitter. If he can get that average up a little and obviously get his on-base percentage up as well, uh, that would help the Twins a lot. Obviously, his power is something they're counting on, but I think if he can get on base more, I think that would be even kind of a bigger thing for this team. But I certainly think 25 home runs is in the realm of possibility with Dozier. has a lot of raw power, uh, but it's kind of going to depend on how much he's challenged at the plate by the pitchers this year. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Sano, home runs, 18 in half a season last year. Uh, I'm not going to double that up and set it at 36, but I will set it at 30. Will he... Will he cross the 30 home run threshold in 2016? I think he will. I think that Sano has about as much raw power as anybody in the game. He's got a great approach at the plate. Uh, the kind of the difference between him and Buxton, it seems like Buxton's always kind of in 0-2 counts or 1-2 counts, whereas Sano is always in, you know, 2-1 counts or 3-2 counts. He always finds himself in a pretty good hitting count there and knows what to do with a fastball or even a breaking ball that's in the zone. Um, a lot of strikeouts for him as well. And I think with him, he has so much raw power and, uh, I think once he kind of gets into the groove here, I definitely think he's got a chance to hit 30 home runs and potentially even more. I think doubling that total, that's something that could possibly happen as well. Um, but I think the 30 is a pretty safe bet at this point with how good he is. The biggest thing, really, truthfully, is if he can stay healthy. I'm playing in right field for the first time. Last year, dealt with some of those you know, hamstring issues, a little bit of injury-prone uh, late last season, but ended up playing through it. Um, but if he had something like that this year, I think that would hurt his chances of hitting more than 30 home runs. Young Hope Park hits 53 home runs in Korea. I'm setting it at 53. No, just kidding. Uh, 25. <laughs> let's set it at 25. Let's, let's be reasonable. Can he uh, can he get 25 or more? That's pretty much exactly what I projected, Matt. 25 home yeah. runs. I think he can hit around 280, five home runs, maybe you know between 80 to 90 RBIs. Uh, you know, hitting fifth to sixth in the lineup. Um, he's got legit raw power. We saw it in spring training. A couple long home runs. Um, even yesterday, it was good to see him get that first hit out of the way. This month is kind of always tough when you come into a new league, kind of searching for that first hit, and it's kind of nice just to kind of get that first hit out of the way. It went slightly up the middle for a single. Also got hit by a pitch and showed some good base running scoring on a play uh, down the line. But um, I, I do think he has that kind of power. I think that he's got 25 home run power. Like I said this team, uh, you know, has a lot of guys with some power potential, guys like Dozier we talked about and, and Sano and Park. Obviously, Plouffe's another guy can hit home runs. But I, I do think that Park's going to hit between 25 and 30. Any more than that would surprise me, but I do think 25 is a reasonable number. All right, just a few more for you right here. We're going to knock out a few on the pitching staff. Kyle Gibson uh, been touted as sort of a breakthrough candidate for, for 2016. Now, here's something for you. 3.84, that was his 2015 ERA and his minor league career ERA. How about that? Uh, wow. I'm, so I'm going to set it right there. The, the, the uh, fates are speaking to us with that one. 3.84, can he go? Can he clear that number in 2016? I think he'll be under that. I think Gibson's definitely a breakout candidate. Uh, we saw his strikeout rate kind of rise throughout the season. Obviously, the ERA went up a little bit late last season as well. Um, but I think he was the most consistent starter last year. If he can kind of get that curveball working, which is something he's been working on a lot, throwing in a little bit more this spring training um, and his changeup as well, I think that because before that he was always kind of that, you know, sinker slider mix, which doesn't really result in too many strikeouts generally. It's certainly a, a mix that can work because he is such a sinker ball guy and gets so many ground balls, you know, very few home runs, very even hard hit balls off of him. Um, if he can kind of mix in that, that 
curveball and that changeup and kind of keep hitters guessing, rack up a few more strikeouts, keep the ball out of play, um, he can be one of the better pitchers in the league, I think. I think that he's going to have a breakout year. Uh, if you look at the stats even last year, him and Dallas Keuchel had pretty similar stats before Keuchel's breakout year. I don't think he's going to be quite to that extreme. Obviously, I don't predict anything close to a Cy Young um, type of year, but I do think he can certainly post an ERA in the mid-threes or potentially even lower than that. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the uh, uh, ballpark and, and league-adjusted stats, right? Uh, and I'm sure you cite them often. Uh, ERA plus is, is one of those, and uh, 100 is league average. Phil Hughes uh, last year came in at 94, so just below league average. Uh, in 2014, he was 111, which is just uh, yeah, 11% better than league average. So I'm going to set it right at league average. Basically, do you think Phil Hughes will have uh, a better than league average season in 2016? I do think so. I think he'll bounce back. I think last year a lot of his problems were injury-related. Uh, obviously, the back issues. Um, and he lost you know, about 15 pounds this offseason. He's in better shape. Um, and he has the stuff and definitely the location. I think the biggest thing last year was just how many home runs he gave up. But even that was a little bit fluky in terms of giving up that many home runs. Um, certainly was a problem in New York. He hasn't dealt with before in the past. Um, but I think if you can keep the ball in the park a little bit more, which he should be able to do, especially if he's healthy and locating better, and, uh, and obviously uh, you know, locating that fastball in better positions, because he's a guy that kind of relies on the fastball-cutter combo. Good breaking ball. But if he can locate better this year and be healthy and have a little more velocity, um, I definitely think that he can have a better year. I don't know that he's going to have – Quite the year he had two years ago, I think that's probably not going to happen, but uh, certainly a better year than last year. I could certainly see him having an ERA plus uh, above league average for sure. All right, Rhett, one more for you. Uh, last year, the Astros claimed the second wild card spot with 86 victories. I'm going to say I'm going to set the over-under at 85. Can the Twins clear that mark? Uh, I know you've uh, touted them as a, as a playoff team, so I think I know your answer to this one. <laughs> I think they can get right to that. I think they certainly are a team that probably could win 85 to 86 games. As we know, they won 83 last year. And like we've talked about, some of that was a little bit lucky in some of the advanced stats, saying the Twins kind of clustered a lot of their runs together, uh, you know, offensively considering they, I think they finished third to last in, on base percentage, but yet finished, you know, I think 15th in runs scored. So, um, I, but at the same time, I think a full season of Irvin Santana, a full season of Buxton, a full season of Sano, full season of Eddie Rosario, uh, that should go a long way. And like I said, I'm, I'm banking on Gibson to have a breakout year. I think Hughes will be better. I think, uh, you know, this should be a better team overall. But the, just the league and the division are so tough. Um, it certainly wouldn't be a surprise for them to be a better team and yet still end up with a similar record or even slightly worse. Um, to me, I think they're probably more like an 85 to 86 win team. Whether or not that's good enough to get them in the wild card, maybe not, especially with how good the AL is. But I think a lot of teams are going to kind of beat each other up. They never really know what it's going to take. But, uh, you know, I talked to Terry Ryan yesterday. He was telling me he believes they're a playoff caliber team, and he doesn't really – same thing, he doesn't really have a number in mind of how many wins he thinks they're going to get. He just wants to get just enough to get into the playoffs there. Um, but I do think that that's within the realm of possibility, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they take a small step backward, especially if some of the young can't, you know, kind of follow through on their, on their breakout rookie years like Sano and, and Rosario. Um, but in my mind, I think there's enough good things about this team that could happen. They're young enough. Uh, they should be good enough to probably win, you know, in the mid-80s there. All right, there you have it for Red. I, I agree, Red. Uh, you know, the division especially could, could suppress win totals, the, the depth of the division. So uh, whatever the number is, we'll see if the Twins have it in them to be a playoff team in 2016, and we'll be here every step of the way on MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins edition. Thanks for listening. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.